Hey guys, welcome to Not So Molly Mormon podcast mini-sode. I'm Katie. I'm so glad you're here and I'm so excited to be back with a new mini-sode for you. I took last week off. There was a lot going on, but I'm back. I have a lot of lovely emails from you. Thank you all so much for sending them to us. Sarah and I never get sick of them. Every time we get one, we get so excited and we talk to each other about it. They're they're just the best. You guys are amazing and it really still blows us away that there's so many of you that want to listen and want to speak with us and write to us. We feel like you're all our friends. I know that sounds cheesy, but we truly do appreciate it. So today... I'm going to be reading an email from Rachel. She's reached out to us in the past and wanted to tell us a little bit about her story. It's unique, something that we haven't heard before, so I will get right into it. So I got married at 21 since that's what Mormons do, and I remember at my wedding I was already getting questions about when we were going to have babies. Within a year, I, quote, felt the spirit that we should start trying to have a baby, which was pretty dumb at the time since we were both in school, had no money, and were 22 years old. But anyways, we started trying, and after a year of obsessing and doing everything I could, we still weren't pregnant. So we started treatments. Nothing happened. I did two IUIs, which didn't even close to work, and then we even did IVF. All of this was on credit when we didn't have any money because I became obsessed. Going to church every Sunday and seeing people with all these kids, hearing every lesson in Relief Society about how my job is to procreate, and I couldn't do that, and that made me crazy. The IVF didn't work. We ended up going the adoption route, which we again couldn't afford or pay for, and after almost another year, we adopted our son. Now we have two adopted sons, and for unknown reasons, I'm not able to have children, at least as far as I know. I've never gotten even close to being pregnant. Infertility is one of the hardest things I've ever been through, and the church made it that much harder. Every new person I met would ask me if we had kids. I was apparently literally made to do this one thing, and I couldn't even do that. I felt like a failure. I felt pissed. I would go to the temple and pray and pray and pray and never got an answer. I would read my scriptures and pray and again feel completely alone in it. I started to hate going to church and all the people in it. Weirdly enough, that's not the reason I left. It wasn't until much later, but I felt extremely isolated and alone. Although I'm obviously so glad I have my sons and wouldn't want my life to be any other way, I hate how much of what I did was dictated because of the way I was raised and something that told me my bearing children, which I still can't do, was all I was good for. So if I can't do those things, that makes me useless, right? That's how I felt. Even after I became a mother, since I didn't actually birth my sons, I still felt that way. And I hate that the church made me feel useless and like the only thing that could make me worth something was having children. Because even having children now, I'm worth a lot more than just being a mom. 
Oh my God, Rachel, thank you so much for sharing that story. We've actually had a few of you reach out to us, mainly on Instagram, talking about this and how you really, as a woman, you are made to feel like your main purpose is to bear children. And it's really true. I I can testify to this as well. Growing up as a woman, and even as a man, uh, I'm sure men hear it a little bit too, but, but women mainly hear that their important role, their divine role, is to be a mother. And they equate bearing children, being a woman that can be a mother, they equate that to the power of the priesthood. That's why men get the priesthood and women get to bear children. And it's such sexist bullshit. I can't stand it. But I, uh, I, I can't imagine the feeling that you had to go through, Rachel, and probably some of you out there listening, where you want to have children. And on top of that, the pressure, the immense pressure from your religion and your culture and your society telling you that this is what you have to do or else you are useless. You are made to bear children. And it, it makes me so sad and so angry. I've I've dealt a little bit with this about people asking me why I don't have kids, why I don't plan on having kids. I don't get it as much anymore because I've been quite vocal about that I just don't want them and to people to stop bothering me about it. But I still occasionally do get my Mormon friends will ask, oh, why you'd be such a good mom? Why don't you have kids? And it's just like, no, stop, 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 stop. And it's taken me a long time to even get out of my own head thinking, but my main goal, my main destiny in life is to be a mom when in actuality, that's not what I want. Um, but I, you know, I have a friend who she just, um, recently became pregnant and she's been married for over 10 years and she's a Mormon. And so, you know, that's crazy. And I, um, last time my family was visiting, they know this friend and they asked about her and they said, you know, why, why isn't she pregnant yet? What's, you know, what's going on with their marriage? Why isn't she pregnant? Totally gossiping. And in response, I said, you know what? I don't know. And that's not my place to ask because for all we know, they can't have children. Um, but it is very much a cultural and I think doctrinal thing in Mormonism that if a couple doesn't have kids, there's quote unquote something wrong. And that's very harmful and a shitty thing, uh, that, that, that happens in Mormon, Mormonism, Mormondom. Um, I have, a, a cousin actually, he and his wife, they, it was, I swear, it was less than a year after they were married and I was over at a family dinner and his wife just blurts out sort of out of nowhere. She goes, well, I really want to have kids, but turns out that his sperm doesn't work. Talking about my cousin in front of everyone. And she had no shame in saying that. And she was saying it like, well, yeah, we can't conceive because his sperm doesn't work. So we're going to adopt. And you guys, they just started adopting like, <laughs> like crazy. They already are on their third adopted child. And I feel like they just did it really, really quickly because she was feeling pressure from her family 
to have kids and to have a lot of kids because she came from a big family. Um, and just this whole, that, that pressure and how intense it is for Mormon couples and especially Mormon women to, they, I guess they don't feel fulfilled unless they have a child because of how the religion works and what we're taught. And I feel like I'm ranting now, but I just wanted to let you all know out there that if you've struggled with this, dealing with it, have gone through it, uh, I'm so sorry. We're here for you. And don't listen to all the Mormon shit. <laughs> I'll say that eloquently. <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining me for this mini-sode. Again, if you'd like to share your story, please do so. Email us at notsomollymormonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Patreon. I upload mini-sodes there quite often. Well, not as often as I should, but I'm going to be doing more. <laughs> so that is patreon.com slash notsomollymormon. And you all have a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. Bye.